So the snippet series is generously sponsored by the Saka family, as well as Ayelet and Avram Foreman. We begin the 11th bracha of the Amida, the bracha of justice, of righteousness. Hashiva Shavtenu Kivari Shona. We mentioned from the tour, the reason it is, appears right after the Kabashavar Gadol HaCherusenu, it is the second of the collective brachas. We've transitioned from individual needs to national collective needs of a people is that after we are reunited, united from across the globe, the four corners, Arba Kanfos Haaretz, even before Mashiach comes, we seek justice. The reestablishment of the Sanhedrin is not just social order, but it represents a religious experience. It represents Hashra Sashchina. It's why the Lishka Sagazis, it's why the, uh, the place that housed the Sanhedrin Agada was located in the Beis Amikdash itself, because we didn't have a separation of religious activity from the system of justice, of judgment. They overlapped. It is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu dwells in this world. And we saw the world, we were in the middle last night of learning Rabbi Yenison Ayvshitz and his Yeros Devash, who talks about our longing for justice is the harbinger of Mashiach and of the time of Gula, the time of redemption. We mentioned we're seeing such injustice in the world. The Hague, the International Court of the UN, it's perversion, corruption, distortion of justice, that's gullus. The darkness of exile is when these bodies could be corrupt and distorting justice we long for and we daven for when justice will be served and that will indicate a time of ge'ula. Rav Yonason continues, Rav Yonason continues, a person has to have tremendous mindfulness, attention, kavana. The truth is that when we had Sanhedrin here on earth, when we had trustworthy, faithful, reliable rabbinic courts who could adjudicate and who could practice out, could carry out punishment, we were spared the punishment in Shamayim in heaven. So when we were found even guilty here on earth, even a per- person who suffered the lashes or the punishment of a Beisdin, niftarim he'onashim So we would much prefer to have that punishment carried out down here than be reserved for us up there. And that's why we say, tzadkenu b'mishpat. Tzadkenu, give us tzedek, give us atonement with the mishpat here on earth which purges whatever consequence or accountability we would carry up there. Says we should have? There are still, we don't have a Sanhedrin, but we still have Batei Din, we have rabbinic judges, rabbinic courts, they carry out uh, Gittin, divorces, they hear monetary disputes and monetary issues, and there are too many Bate din that are corrupt, too many bate din, and toane bate din in particular, who are severely corrupt, who are on the take, who are bribed, who are perverted in their in their pursuit or they're not pursuit, their abandonment of justice. So kavana is hashivenu shatenu give us reliable and faithful and honest judges of integrity, bate din that we can rely on, people who will pursue truth. These are the words of Yonis and Ibshitz. Lo dayane Elohei chesef, dayane bli Torah, rodfei shmonim notem achra betza chas v'shalom. Not those who are on the take, not those who could be bribed, not those who are swayed by money or by power or by politics. Ki azak adosh baruch hu nifra mehem ma'adeim. 
And through the distortion of justice, we know that we are visited with all kinds of crises and all kinds of tragedies. The whole three weeks, the nine days, Tishabav, the Haftorahs that we read in the lead up to Tishabav, Tzion, Bamishpati, Pade, the exile we find ourselves in is because we're not serving justice. The justice of the widow and the orphan, the justice in uh, monetary disputes. We have corrupt people, people on the take, people that pervert justice. And therefore, says Rabbi and Ayyushet, we say, Bring, eliminate, purge from us the pain and the, and the difficulty of corrupt people, corrupt leaders, corrupt dayanim, corrupt uh, lawyers, corrupt judges, and restore, reinstitute a sense of justice. So even though in some ways this is a bracha, which some people say, I don't feel connected to. Hashiva Shoftein, we don't have Sanhedrin, we don't have based on a Gadol. How do we connect to this bracha? I would argue we can feel incredibly connected to the two themes we've spoken about so far in the introduction of this bracha. Number one, we're living in a time that the Jew is held to a double standard. We're living in a time that Israel, Israel's being tried for genocide. It's absurd. It is such a perversion of justice. We can appreciate we should have extra kavana for this bracha, seeking and yearning for a time of pure justice, and including within our community itself, that our leaders and that our lawyers and that our bate din, our dayanim, our judges, should be informed, inspired by the truth and by Torah, and not by any other consideration. I'll end with the Avudraham points out, we said the middle section of the Amida Bakasha is made up of 12. Now we have a 13th, we'll get to but originally, Shmona, Esra, 18 brachas, three at the beginning, three at the end, and that leaves 12 in the middle. Six are individual and six are collective, our people. So we go from Das and uh, Rifa'enu and Parnasa, that's the individual. Tkal B'Shofer, in Gather the Exiles, is number one of the collective. And number two of the collective is this bracha, Shiva Shoftenu. So the Vujram points out, line up the six and the six, and they should correspond. Number one with number Seven, number two, number eight of the middle section, which means what's the second bracha of the Akasha? Hashiveinu Avin Secha. And what's the second bracha of the collective? Hashiva Shavtenu Kavarishana. Says the Abudraham, both begin with the word Hashiveinu and Hashiva are to bring back. They're about Shuva, they're about Ashra Sashchina. The individual Hashiveinu Avin Secha, and we a people, a community should be worthy of Hashiva Shavtenu Kavarishana, Shuva will bring back that justice and that Hashra Sashchina, the Mirza Shem, speedily in our day.